The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 107. Wednesday, July 16th, 2008. This is The Ponch Stevenson Show, episode 107. I am Rob, you are Greg. Yes, and more technical difficulties. We thought we had we had solved all of our technical issues like two years ago, but it's darn gremlins. Blame it on Microsoft and, and Vista. Well, it's because I'm using the 64-bit version. Why? Because um, a computer that has 4 gigabytes of RAM or more, a 32-bit operating system won't see that much RAM. Ugh. So it has to be 64-bit, but, eh. you know, half of my old programs aren't compatible with the 64-bit version, so nah. now I have to tr- do all this trial and error to try to find programs that are just as good. Well, it's interesting that uh, only now have PCs begun using 64-bit processors, while, like, the N64 had <laughs> 64-bit uh, yeah, I know. 1996 I know, I should just run Windows on that. Yes! That's 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 it. <laughs> One thing I wanted to mention, a celebrity death. Ah. You know, the last episode, 106, we were in your car and we, we ran through all those celebrity deaths. Yeah. There were quite a few that had piled up. But one that we forgot to mention, born... April 7th, 1946, and he died June 15th, 2008. He was 62 years old, special effects artist Stan Winston. Yes, Stan Winston. He did uh, he, he did the special effects in the Terminator movies, Edward Scissorhands, Jurassic Park... Uh, Everything. Yeah, Iron Man, he worked on, Small Soldiers, Aliens, Um, Predator, Monster Squad. Yes, uh, Close Encounters. Congo. (laughs) Inspector Gadget. (laughs) Congo, oh boy. Galaxy Quest. Ah, Galaxy Quest, yes. Basically any movie that had special effects in it. No, no, no. no <laughs> for, well, he didn't do special effects, but yeah, he, he did. did like the. Well, yeah, but he did the puppeteering. Yeah, you know, and and the you know and the that kind of thing. And, and, but yeah, I guess he did do special effects too. But um, yeah, I mean, he started. Uh, let's see, his uh, first. Um, on IMDb here. Yeah, I think in the seventies, nineteen seventies. Yeah, but, I, you know, they don't really list out. They just have miscellaneous crew. It <laughs> doesn't really help me here. Oh, okay, special effects. Well, I'm on the Wikipedia page. He won Academy Awards 1982. Uh, no, I'm sorry, 1987, Best Visual Effects Aliens. 1992, Best Visual Effects and Best Makeup Terminator 2 Judgment Day. In 1994, Best Visual Effects, Jurassic Park. Yes. Well, yeah. So, again, his his big things were uh, Terminator, uh, Predator, and Alien, uh, and, of course, Jurassic Park. Uh, now, in Jurassic Park, he worked on 
uh, the miniatures and uh, animatronics uh, and that kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, you know, there was cases where they had like full size dinosaurs that they had made, you know, with animatronics. Um, spared no expense. But, you know, obviously the CGI he didn't do. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, Stan Winston, groundbreaking. Um, uh, collaborated, obviously, a lot of times with James Cameron uh, and Spielberg. Well, he he also worked on... It's funny because he worked on really big projects like Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park 2, Pearl Harbor, AI, things like that. But then I'm looking through the list, and he also worked on. Oh, he also did Batman Returns. Yeah. Um, but he also did stuff. Well, like, he did a yeah, he did a bunch of the Timber. Yeah. Edward yeah. Scissorhands. But then he also did stuff like Pumpkinhead. Ugh. Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Predator Two. Yeah. Well, he also did uh, Interview with the Vampire with a French accented Tom Cruise. Oh boy. <laughs> have you seen that movie no you've never i i don't even know why i'm surprised you why, haven't seen why would i watch that because it was so bad no oh god he was tom cruise was so so insane in that movie it's like the entire time he basically spent the whole movie as like a drunk gay french vampire i remember that movie was so popular well, because it had Brad Pitt. Who cares? And uh, all the all the ladies uh, were were really into Brad Pitt. Well, speaking of um, Tom Cruise, I don't know if you heard this. This was a few weeks ago, but you know uh, the guy Doctor Drew. Doctor Drew Pinsky. I guess, I don't know what his love last line. Name. Yeah, like it was uh, him Adam. and Adam Carolla. <laughs> I don't know. Tom Cruise had gotten mad at Doctor Drew and like called Doctor Drew a Nazi and things like that. What is it about doctor like these doctors on television that go by their first name? I don't know. <laughs> because they, I don't know. They just seem like less. Um, I don't know. Like like less serious. I know. You know, than, than other doctors. Well, I didn't know that the Dr. Phil show comes on at 7.30 at night. <laughs> I thought it was a daytime show. Uh, I think it's syndicated. So that came on the TV and it was like, I don't know. He had these people on who claimed they were really, really ugly and deformed and all <laughs> that. But they they looked like normal people, like models. Oh. Okay, I was going to say, maybe it was Michael Jackson. <laughs> He's like, well, now I'm going to ask you to draw a picture of yourself and I'm going to evaluate it. <laughs> so they, these people drew pictures of themselves, like all just really deformed looking and stupid looking. And he's looking at the drawings like, now nah, this, now, now you think this is how you look. Now, no, now, what, what you got to do is you got to wake up and become a productive member of society. Because you are just laying in bed right now, immobilized by a disease that doesn't even exist. He had to go to medical school to make that determination? 
<laughs> the entire show was a waste of an hour. <laughs> why would some seriously? I know we make fun of him, but seriously, why would somebody watch that? I don't know. So these people sit there because I, I think his show half of the time is more like the Maury Povich show, <laughs> or you know, like Phil Donahue, where, where the the guests are just a wreck. But so these people sat there the entire show. You know, went through their whole problem, and at the end, this this dimwit says, "Oh, you have a disease. You have a disease. <laughs> a disease that doesn't exist. <laughs> How is that possible? Uh, I don't know. Welcome to the Punch Stevenson Show." I also saw two movies. So, quick review. I saw Get Smart Ugh. with Steve Carell and Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Right, is that her name? Yeah. And The Rock. <laughs> the Rock was in there? Yeah. Was it Sean Connery and The Rock? No. Nah. Nicholas Cage? That was our best movie together, man. Alright. Have you ever watched the, the, the Grindhouse? No. You never saw oh come on, you gotta see that. It's great. It's, anyway. It's Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, so. So don't you hate him? I I hate him acting. But I have no problem with him directing. Oh, he acts? Yeah, he's in all of his own stupid movies. Oh. Anyway, but at, at the end, you know, because it's like this whole homage to the 1970s. Like, right. You know, double feature, whatever. So they had like these fake trailers, and one of them was um, a fake trailer of Nicolas Cage. Wait, <laughs> Liberace? No, no, no. Let me look this up. It, it was too funny. Well, anyway, real quick, get smart. Um, it was okay. It was decent. There were some funny parts, some funny jokes, but overall it was, you know, it's kind of average. And the other movie I saw was Hancock, starring Will Smith and Charlize Theron yeah. and Jason Bateman. And I wanted to see it. I thought it would be funny. The commercials look funny. The trailers look funny. So I went. And it started off funny. It was like the commercials. He's a he's like a homeless superhero. He gets drunk all the time. He tries to save the day, but he destroys the streets and the buildings and stuff like that. And and he catches the criminals, but he just does it in like a, a sloppy way. Mm. And the people get all mad at him and like, get out of here. You're ruining the city. And so he ends up saving Jason Bateman's life in a train accident and Jason Bateman's a PR guy, public relations. So he says, look, you saved my life. I'm going to help you out. Don't, you know, people don't like you. They want to put you in jail for destroying all this property. Go to jail. Let them miss you. Let them see what they'll be missing. So he goes to jail and yeah, and, and it's pretty good so far. It's pretty funny. 
And then all of a sudden, about 40 minutes into the movie, it's it's as if a different writer took over. Oh. And, and it went from a comedy to a serious science fiction drama. No. Where he gets out of jail and he finds out that Jason Bateman's wife, played by Charlize Theron, is also a superhero. And see, now, up until this point, the movie could have still been funny. Yeah. Like, oh, no, we find out she's a superhero, too. And now maybe they both compete to be the top superhero. Like, no, I'm going to get to the crime scene first. No, I'm going to get there first. Like, hitting each other and pushing each other out of the way. No. They find out she's a superhero. Then they find out that they're both gods. <laughs> and that they're <laughs> <What>? both... <laughs> they're both immortal. And they've both... <laughs> been on the earth for thousands of years they don't age oh my God. and that they they've been married for like three thousand years or something like that <laughs> what but the weird thing about these particular kinds of gods is that once they get married and live together they start to become human and they start to age and lose their powers and she didn't want that to happen because if they age and lose their powers and die, then who's going to protect the humans? Protect them from what? <laughs> from crime and accidents ah, and things like that. Wait, so there's no bad guy superhero in this. No. Oh. So what she did was she, I guess, hit him over the head really hard like a hundred years ago <laughs> and made him lose his memory and then dumped him in, in a hospital in Florida. And then she went back to California so that they would be very far apart and they would both gain their powers back because they're up they're separated now. So he didn't know who he was. He didn't know where he came from. But now that he found out they're they're back together again and they're in love and they start to lose their power again. And then some guy tries to shoot some bank robber tries to shoot Hancock now that he's all weak. And then Jason Bateman comes and chops the bank robber's arm off with an axe. <laughs> but not in a comedy way, in a serious way. Oh. So they both agree that they want their powers. So they make a deal. Charlize Theron is going to stay married to Jason Bateman in California. She's going to get her powers back because Hancock is going to go protect the humans over on the East Coast in New York City. <laughs> and they're going to stay far apart so they'll both have their strength and their powers. Uh, Did that make any sense? No. <laughs> I know. Even if it did, it, it just sounds boring. You know, first half hour, first 40 minutes, good. The rest of the movie, horrible. Uh, it's... They've just, they've done the superheroes to death. <laughs> and, and now it's, you know, it, and now that, you know, then they started doing kind of quasi comedy superheroes, like the one with uh, Luke Wilson with Thurman. Oh, my um, super ex-girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. That was terrible. I know it was terrible, but, you know. Then Superhero they, they movie. Oh, that that's just utter garbage. But um, <laughs> Wait, by the way, the movie that I was describing in the last episode 106, yeah, that I couldn't remember the name. It's disaster movie. 
Ah, disaster movie. Anyway, ah, they 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 just need to stop, stop. And 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 you know, speaking of things, I'm trying to remember here. What it was in Grindhouse was, uh, you know, Rob Zombie. Yeah. He did the he directed the Devil's Rejects. The House of a Billion Corpses. Yeah, a Thousand Corpses. Right. So he he wanted to doing this like fake trailer um, for the Grindhouse deal where it's called the Werewolf Women of the SS. Okay. I don't know, it's supposed to take place in Nazi Germany, these women, part of this scientific experiment, and um, they turn into werewolves. Now, Nicolas Cage appears at the end of the trailer dressed as some kind of Chinese guy. <laughs> um, what? And he, he, he actually he looks like the villain in Big Trouble in <laughs> Little Chinatown, wasn't that? Was that the movie called? Big, Kurt Russell. Big, yeah, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, and that's what he looks like. And he's got this ridiculous Fu Manchu. He's actually called Fu Manchu. And he's really long fingernails. I'm actually going to show you the... Uh, I'll send you a link to the picture here. Hang on. I found on the, the Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What, what was his voice like? I think that, you know, they show him for a brief time, and he's just like... I am the great Fu Manchu man. And then he just like <laughs> starts screaming, just like, Wait, why would an old Chinese guy be in Nazi Germany? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I gotta, I'm going to see if I can find the, uh, like a clip of just that. Maybe it's on YouTube. Put that on the website. <laughs> just of him like screaming. He's, he's only in the trailer for like, the last like 10 seconds you're just like screaming well a while ago dennis i think he posted a comment or sent a message or something like that about how nicholas cage also starred in a movie called the wicker man <laughs> i think it was <laughs> i saw that a few weeks ago on cable yeah i think i think that's what the movie was he sent me uh yeah, it is. a link to the youtube video and it was Nicolas Cage dressed in this bear costume beating up girls. <laughs> yeah, it had to do with um he he married some this woman that he married was from some like strange island Pacific Northwest or something. And I forget what happened, but his daughter disappeared or something and uh, he had to go look for her and on this island there's all these weirdos and there's a lot of women on the island. Maybe it's all women, and they're all just weirdos. And at the end, they have to—they say that they have to sacrifice him. So they build this gigantic statue of a, of a man made out of wicker. It's like this gigantic thing, and they have like animals in them, and they put him in the head of it, and then they set it on fire, and they burn everything to the ground with him in it. Hey, man. Hey, it's getting a little hot in here, okay? Hey, you're gonna let me out, okay? Is this Superman 3, man? <laughs> Superman's coming to rescue me, man, yeah. Yeah, so he... <laughs> he gets burnt down to the ground. Yeah. Uh, other uh, uh, movie... 
news. I, I saw that this was coming out. Um, you know, uh, Ace Ventura. Yeah, the, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey movies. Uh, so apparently they they've already made the movie actually post production. It's Ace Ventura, essentially Ace Ventura three, <laughs> but it it has nothing to. It, Jim Carrey's not in it. Oh. So who's going to be Ace Ventura? Nobody. It's a kid. Oh. <laughs> okay, here. So it's like that the, Son of the Mask movie. Exactly. Oh. They did it again. <laughs> Wait, is Jamie Kennedy going to be in it? No. It's it's actually called Ace Ventura Jr. <laughs> oh. Let's see. He says, Alrighty then. After his African adventure in Ace Ventura When Nature Calls... Ace returned to Florida, married girlfriend Melissa, that was Courtney uh, uh, Cox from the first Ace Ventura, right. uh, and became the doting father of a baby boy. Never one to sit still, Ace's curious nature took him on another remote case. The gumball gumshoe was never to be seen or heard from again. Single mom Melissa couldn't fully put the past behind her. Now zookeeper, she and Ace Jr., have made a life carrying on without her husband. Much to Melissa's chagrin, however, 12-year-old Ace Jr. has begun to follow his father's footstep, his father's comic footsteps. He's recently become a pet detective for the seventh grade, often trying to recover classmates' missing pets, and always with big mishaps. But when a master animal thief abducts a baby panda, and his mom is wrongly arrested of the crime, Ace Ventura Jr. must jump into action. Now with the help of pals Laura and tech wizard A+, young Ace must bring the thief to justice and do his inane and lovable dad's memory justice. Retarded. Why? Uh, Which movie's going to be worse, that or Disaster Movie? Ugh. Well, Disaster <laughs> Movie, come on. <laughs> Celebrity News, Crocodile Dundee, Paul Hogan. Good night, Mike. Is, uh, well, he's under investigation for tax evasion. Ah, no. The Australian tax authorities are trying to track him down in the U.S. Mm. His response, come and get me. <laughs> come and get me, Mike. Wait, what does he think this is? Uh, Crocodile Dundee 2? He's going to hide in the bush? <laughs> he said... Well, these cocaine uh, cartels trying to kill him? But he said... I don't know. Now, I don't know if you guys can protect her here, but I know I can protect her in my place. He also added, I have a gun, so be warned. <laughs> a gun? <laughs> now he's got a gun he can't do with a knife? Oh, that's a knife. Oh, man. That's crazy. <laughs> so essentially, he just threatened the Australian government. Yeah. <laughs> Deadly harm. Okay. Uh, I also uh, found this website. If you type in Yoda is your father, Yoda is your father dot blogspot dot com. <laughs> 
Sylvester Stallone. That's our picture. I know. He's using our picture, but this guy is commenting about a lot of movies that we commented about. It's like this guy's movie review site. Yeah. I think he's in England. I'm not sure. But yeah, oh, he hated Indiana Jones 4. Nah. Uh, he writes about the upcoming X-Files, I Want to Believe movie. And then there was one, uh, it says May 26, 2008, blog entry. Title, R.I.P. Indiana Jones. Other titles that I was thinking about for this blog entry. George Lucas should be in a straight jacket. <laughs> Another title he thought about for his blog entry. Why doesn't George Lucas retire and leave the filmmaking to sane people? <laughs> Or Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is a pile of garbage. <laughs> we didn't say garbage, but yeah. Well. <laughs> so yeah, this this guy definitely did not like the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't know. I, I don't thought know. it was okay. I, I you know what I can see where you know the, the, I could see where they're going to be angry, but it, where a lot of people could be angry. But again, I have to I go back to the fact that. <laughs> I don't remember the last time anybody's made a worthy sequel of anything. <laughs> I don't know. It's but, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm, I'm reading this, this post here. He, he, he's talking about the, the movie, The Good, Rocky Balboa. After the back that was Rocky V. Again, yeah, I know a lot of people didn't like Rocky V, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Rocky V? <laughs> wait, you have, you've actually seen a movie I'm commenting on? This is like... Yes. Shocking. It wasn't that bad. There wasn't even a boxing match. Well, there was. With he the beat up a guy. guy in the street. Yeah, but it was cool. He beat him up in the street. I don't know, whatever. And then he's saying, he's saying Ramble 4 is awesome? Nah, I don't know about that. Superman Returns. Uh, this flopped the box. I quite enjoyed it. You know, I tried watching Superman Returns a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it just... No. Well, this thing that he wrote about Rambo 4, it's awesome. Stallone does it again. Yeah. There was hardly any story, but it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do agree with him that he says there, there are only two Rambo films, First Blood and this one. I haven't seen this one, so I can't comment. But in my opinion, Rambo, the first Rambo, which was actually called First Blood, um, was the only worthy film. The second <laughs> and the third ones were God awful. And he, this is from somebody who likes most of those like 80s movies with all the sequels. You know, I'm into all of it. Police Academy, uh, Star Wars, even though it was seven, most of the 70s and 80s too. Indiana Jones, Star Trek, you know, the whole, all of them. Yeah. Um, Rambo, I mean, I love First Blood and the second and the third movies I cannot watch. They, I mean, they're horrible. What about so, Cobra? Nah, Cobra is terrible. <laughs> I know. Those were only those those movies were bad, but they were only outdone by his uh, his other movies. Uh, one of which being the comedy Oscar. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Remember, he was Tony Provolone. <laughs> yeah. <That's> stupid. <laughs> and the other being Tango and Cash. Ah. <laughs> Not Two stop actors. or my mom will shoot. I actually liked Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Or Daylight or whatever that was called. Yeah, Daylight was okay. 
Couple that was in the 90s, though. Boring. Uh, then he's talking about uh, X-Files 2. Uh, he says that he's optimistic. I actually saw the trailer a couple days ago. Um, again, I, I think if you go into this movie, the X-Files, and I don't honestly, I don't personally, I don't think that it's going to make a whole lot of money. I think you're going to get the fans that are going to go out to see it. And I don't know if it's up against any other movies. It's coming out in a few weeks, but I don't, I don't know if it's up against any other movies, but, um, Transformers made a lot of money. Indiana Jones made a lot of money. That's an old thing. Yeah, but that's totally different. The Transformers was all the kids going to see that. And and Indiana Jones is because of the legacy of that. Uh, The X-Files... X-Files is a following. The first movie did very well when it came out, but it's it's really the X-Files is a series. It's, it's very 90s. Yeah. You know, it's it's difficult. It's going to be difficult for them to go back to that because it's kind of very 90s, but um you think it'll be about bees again? <laughs> no, that was actually a very good movie, but um no, it's it, it, it actually Billy Connolly, I was looking at the trailer has a pretty big part in this thing. <laughs> oh, oh. But um uh, it, it has to, it, it's actually, one of the problems I, I might have with it is it, it looks like it might be somewhat of a ripoff of, uh, the village, but I, I think it'll be pretty okay. And he's talking about Ter- Terminator 4. I think we talked about this a while ago that it's going to start Christian Bale, but you have this weird thing with Terminator where they have this, the new television show now, Sarah Connor Chronicles on Fox, which I, I watched the first season. It was pretty good. Um, but it doesn't, that show's continuity chronology doesn't really match up with Terminator 3 and 4. So so it's kind of like you're watching these Terminator movies, you're watching the TV show, and you you can't make sense of the continuity, which is kind of stupid, but whatever. Uh, Oh, another, um, on the subject of movies... Remember we were talking about a few episodes ago, we were talking about Will Ferrell. Yeah. He was going to do, he, they were the rumored to be doing this uh, Land of the Lost, uh, Land of the Giants? Uh, Land of no, the Lost. Land of the Lost. Yeah, like a remake. And we couldn't tell whether or not it was going to be a, a comedy or it was going to be serious. Well, apparently, he's also going to be doing a Sherlock Holmes <laughs> movie. <laughs> Wait, with... Uh, <laughs> With uh, what's his name, John C. Riley, as Watson? <laughs> no, 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 he's going to be Watson. Oh, yes, he's going to be Watson. Sherlock Holmes is going to be, oh God, Sasha Baron Cohen. No, no, stupid, no, <laughs> Borat. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. And actually, what's happening is, and this is going to be a Judd Apatow movie. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. God. But there's another Sherlock Holmes coming out, October 2009, Warner Brothers, uh, starring Robert Downey Jr. And it's going to be directed by Guy Ritchie. How could there be two Sherlock Holmes movies coming out at the same time? I don't know. It's pretty dumb. Another update 
Uh, episode 105, we talked about the website brandedinthe80s.com and the guy who runs the site, Sean, it's his website. Uh, you know, we've been communicating back and forth and he wants to be on the show. So I guess at some point within the next few weeks, we'll get him on. Another guest. Yeah. Will they show? I know we still have to get Esteban, too. <laughs> Where's he gone? He's vanished. I think he's on vacation. And then this other cool website that I found is wonderlandblog.com. Wonderlandblog.com. And it's run by a woman named Alice in England. And it's all about video games and video game related arts, video game related crafts, things like that. She found someone had made a Legend of Zelda uh, like a bed sheet set. Ah, I see. Someone, you know, like a Resident Evil necklace someone made. She found a, a Galaga uh, like shirt for a baby, Star Wars jacket. So, I don't know. It's another cool site. Wonderlandblog.com I'm sending you something else here you have to look at. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> That's him? <laughs> it's K-Fed, Kevin Federline. He weighs like 300 pounds now. <laughs> no, he's like a blimp. What the heck? What happened? <laughs> nothing. He just sits around doing nothing. Oh. Collecting that uh, palimony or alimony or whatever. <laughs> Palm. <laughs> what is with that hairstyle? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It looks like... um. Uh, like Ed Grimley. <laughs> it does. Jeez. Well, we'll have to post that picture. Yeah, definitely. Either on a separate blog or something. I don't know. One other thing that I found was that this guy had, uh, <clears throat> he had the winning lottery ticket. Nah, I saw this. For the $65 million jackpot. Yeah. And then he accidentally threw it in the garbage. Oh, idiot. Wow. Oh, some other uh, porch friend news. Uh, Ed Begley and Bill Nye, the science guy, yeah. are battling to see who has the greener house. Oh. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. So I don't know who we should root for. I guess we'll root for Ed Begley. Oh, definitely. So, uh, I don't know, Ed, hey, you need any help? Uh, we're, we'll, we'll get out there California and uh, plug some appliances into Bill Nye's house. <laughs> Make him lose. It could run an extension core. Yeah. <laughs> so one more update. Yes. Another, another friend of the Paunch Stevenson show is breaking the Paunch luck. <laughs> we're not, but they are. In episode 102 and in episode 92, we talked about our friend's movie, That Asian Thing. Yes. John Reyes, and he was a guest on the show in episode 92. So, again, episode 102, we were promoting That Asian Thing on independentfeatures.com. Yes. Because I guess they were having some sort of contest and the best movies, the most popular movies get to go to this New York City film festival. Is it the Tribeca film festival? I don't know. He said it's in Tribeca, but I don't know if it's the Tribeca 
Film Festival. So he sent us an email saying that thanks for the support and his movie was one of the ones that was picked to go to this film festival in New York City. Yes. So congratulations and uh, we will once again promote that Asian thing. Oh, is he going to be there? Yeah. It's that Asian thing. Theater number one at Tribeca Cinemas. 54 Varick Street, New York, New York, 10013. The website is TribecaCinemas.com. It is screening Sunday, July 27th, 12.30 in the afternoon. And yeah, John Reyes will be there, the filmmaker, our friend. And let's check it out. That's if we can get tickets. Yeah, the first hundred people, so... So what are you waiting for? Come on! And still no response from Juliana Hatfield. Ah, what? Come on, what do you expect? Or Dennis Haskins. Who else are we waiting for? Angry video game nerd. Oh, the angry video... He's never gonna... You're you're sending him messages on MySpace. He's not gonna read MySpace messages. He probably gets like six million. No, we'll get him on. Nah. This was, all right, going way back, episode 41. We talked about a website, Hollywood is Calling. Oh, yeah. Dot com. And I was looking at it the other day, and they have Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> you can pay for uh, Lou Ferrigno to call you. Larry Holmes. And then look, the third one down Dennis Haskins. <laughs> so for $20, we could get him on the show. <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> that would be interesting. But I, I don't. I don't think that's how they. I don't think that's really how they do it. I really don't think they're calling you back live. I guess we could do that. We'd say, "Hey, Dennis." We could have him say, "Like, hey, 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 this is Dennis Haskins <laughs> calling the Paunch Stevenson show." Zach. Hey, 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 hey. Oh man. We can also get a phone call from Eddie Munster, Butch <laughs> Patrick. Oh, I want the douche. Actually, Sid Haig is on here from those Rob Zombie movies. Yeah. That's a weird looking guy. <laughs> yeah. I know the way that he looks in those movies is the way that he actually looks. <laughs> There's no makeup or anything. I am the great Fu Manchu Man. <laughs>